Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Alicia Hush. Alicia Hush, how the hell are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I'm so good, and thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful uh, non-tropical storm day. The tropical storm yes was yesterday, and I got caught in it. What what tropical storm? Where are you? Well, I'm in I'm in New York City, and they said that there was a tropical storm yesterday. But all I know is that the heavens opened up, and uh, everything got wet. And I don't think umbrellas really work. Oh no, <laughs> I'm in I'm in Texas, so I did okay. not know any of that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was like, after the fact, I heard there was a tropical storm, and I, I was like, yeah, that checks out, because I got super wet. Now, yeah, let people know where they can find you doing online comedy while you're in Texas, because you're normally in New York. Yes, I am based in New York. Um, yeah, you know, I post all of the information on my website, Upcoming Shows, um, which I think is just www.aliciahush.com. Yeah. Think something like that yeah i have you here and i follow you on twitter and instagram and you're alicia hush and it's a-l-y-s-i-a and that's on twitter and then you're alicia underscore hush on instagram as well yeah pretty um straightforward marketing technique yeah yeah as as long as we we know how to spell your name and i know i think i spelled it wrong in my own records and it was really it was a bear trying to find it but once i know how to spell man you're easy to find it was there yeah (laughs) and (laughs) then Who's this nobody on the podcast? How did I I find her? Oh, no. Yeah, I just spelled. (laughs) Back when I was spelling correctly, I found you pretty easily. And then where, I mean, it sounds like you're jumping on other people's shows while you're in Texas. um, And all that can be found on your website. You've been kind of doing Zoom, like other people's Zoom shows or Instagram Live? Yeah, I've been doing. Yeah, I actually, I did an Instagram Live uh, earlier this week. That was really fun. uh, I've been doing a lot of Zoom shows. I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me. But I heard that um, some outdoor shows are reopening, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see pictures. It's just amazing to see where, you know, there there once was no comedy. Now there is uh, comedy glory. In part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's great. Uh, I hope it, <laughs> I hope it stays that way. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, at least um, it's safe for everybody involved. But... You know, I think certain comics have complained about, well, there's, there's, you know, in a park, there's ambient noise that you really can't ignore. Or there there was even an open mic in Washington Square Park that I heard about that. That sounded pretty awesome. Like, who thought you could do an open mic in Washington Square Park? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it. I think it sounds really great, especially considering that we have had almost no comedy, live comedy, really, in, you know, three or four months. And then I do hear that people, you know, some of the circumstances for outdoor shows are less than great. But I'm like, there's so many things that could go wrong with an indoor show. You could still get heckled. You know, somebody could still <laughs> drop a glass. Yeah. You know, if you if you ever do comedy in a weird place, like, um, you, you know, have you ever been ugh, hired to do comedy for children? It's terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> Outdoor shows, I do it for kids. It's awful. Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, or like if, if you if you do comedy, in a it, you get like French tourists and French people are very sad, and you're like, well, <laughs> you know, whatever. 
And that, so it sounds like um, you're doing those shows, but what we're going to talk about real quick is we're going to talk about Greek mythology and some other, you know, Greek mythology and how it per perhaps informs things like Lifetime movies and Star Wars. So what can you tell us about your love for Greek mythology? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What Greek gods and goddesses are you into and which ones are dog shit and they should be cut, they should be cut from the next, the next Marvel franchise? Okay, well, I'm glad that you asked that question because um, I, I think that for people who don't know a lot about Greek mythology, one of the most popular figures is probably Zeus. Yeah. Um, Hercules and Zeus. And Zeus is a real asshole. Um, <laughs> he, he, I don't think he's ever had consensual sex in Greek mythology <laughs> a single time. Um, even Dude. his wife, his wife Hera, he had to like turn himself into her favorite animal in order to get hit her to even come close to him i love it it's like it's like twin swapping it's like well you won't have sex with me but you have sex with my twin so just let, let me wear his favorite outfit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 um he uh yeah he really sucks um <laughs> he's a real nightmare of a guy um not a good guy uh, was, was there a lot of se was there a lot of sex like like these things to me were taught in school just as things like where were these things written down where were they kind of passed along in or, you know verbal form to the point they're written down in textbooks as as legends or something or were they written down in something that I can go read and was there a lot of sex in that stuff yeah there is it's loads of sex. that's like it's like the dark and light of it is that like a lot of, uh, a lot of where I got it was from like um, the Iliad um and homer the odyssey um but it's like it it's crazy because there's there's loads of sex there's loads of sex and it's all kinds of sex like for the most part like homosexuality was not taboo um it was very common for in greek and roman times and therefore in their mythology for people to have lovers of the same sex just because it was sex and it could be good either way. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. well, why wouldn't you be having it? Um, but then on the flip side, it's like, you know, they, they also had these like really great, amazing female goddesses, like the goddess of war and um, Artemis, goddess of the hunt, you know, queen of the, there was a queen of the underworld, like really great stuff, but tons of rape, just so much rape. <laughs> So it's like a is it like a Game of Thrones thing, and that's how it got so popular. I meant to read the Iliad and the Iliad and the Odyssey, but they're a little bit too long. If I knew they were chock full of porn, maybe I would have read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really. Um, you're gonna have to like really coat your stomach though, because there's also a lot of like sex with animals. So if you're if you're like, oh, you know, this is gonna be a really great summer read, it's just not. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's unless you're, in, yeah, unless you're into that sort of thing. And yeah, it, I mean, is is Game of Thrones kind of like that? Is that why Game of Thrones was, uh, they they just took the Iliad and, Iliad and the Odyssey and made it for cable? I think it's. I mean, I think there's like the same sort of appeal in the sense that it's like um, gritty. It's like you like it, but it's terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, oh, nothing that these characters do is something that I would want to do, but I would love to watch it in the safety of my own Snuggie. <laughs> I don't want some, some guy coming up and raping me, but on the, on the screen, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, um, more I, I, hopes and prayers to her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely not something that I would, I, I've definitely um, partaken in some very light, 
um, you know, hallucinogenic uh, substances and then Googled Greek mythology. And I I would not recommend that you do that. Uh, I would really not because you will see it every night when you go to sleep for a week. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny because I thought I thought you were going in a different direction. You were talking about having sex with animals, and then you used the words. I, I also dabbled in some light, <laughs> and I, I thought that was going somewhere else. Um, I have I personally have never. Um, uh, and if I did, I don't think here would be where I shared. But, <laughs> but um, you're on, on substances. You were high. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. is any of this, I mean, it sounds like, you know, this this pretty much was made into Game of Thrones, but, you know, is there anything from the Greek mythology like, you know, good and evil and justice and injustice that made its way into your, into your interest in either Star Wars or better yet, the Lifetime movies? I, so I think um, the interesting thing about Greek mythology specifically is there really is not very much like justice and justice. It's all just like, the gods are gods and they fuck with you because they are gods and that's what they do. So it's all very like matter of fact. And if you are not a god, you're pretty much al- almost fucked from the beginning, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. Be ready for rape if you're not a god. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Lifetime movies, there are a ton of there's there's a ton of rape in Lifetime movies. I you know what I'd say if if there is a connection between mythology and Lifetime, it's that none of them seem realistic in any capacity <laughs> i know like I, I was like my mother would watch them and i would overhear them and they sounded like the worst like why is my christian loving mother like listening to this vicious vicious <laughs> shit and, and she's like oh it's like, a lifetime yeah it's, yeah it's a lifetime movie and i'm like well, well when does it get nice and and i think that happens at the end and so you there's... pretty much have yeah vicious bullshit for 95 percent of the time and there's a moral at the end yeah, it's so it's so crazy because it will be like, you know, an hour and 45 minutes of like teen prostitution ring and then somehow a happy ending. You know what I mean? You're like, OK, well, what? I'm so honestly, I'm so worried that like there's going to be like a huge like event like the asteroid of sorts and that civilization like decades from now is going to somehow find lifetime movies <laughs> and think that that's the society. <laughs> they left a time, in. they left a time capsule for us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, and then, and then think that maybe this is how we should treat cheerleaders. You know what I mean? I'm like, why, why do they all have to be cheerleaders? <laughs> uh, but that's so funny that like if kids had only listened to the first 95% of that, they would have turned out awful. And it's just right. like, like, yeah. Why are the people watching that? Is it because you know? Is it because if you're a, you know, a lifetime target like a mother or something, you really still want that pulpy stuff, maybe without the curse words in case your kids walk in, and then you know to kind of cleanse the stigma of all that awful shit you just watched. There's a moral at the end. It almost justifies you watching awful shit. It's also, it's just, I would love to write a lifetime movie because I feel like there's no rules. <laughs> Just you like can. just like the gods, as you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can do anything you want. You can introduce an alien <laughs> two hours into the movie, and it's fine. As long as they go to therapy at the end. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy, and they're all. I mean, they're all like. It's definitely targets a female demographic because in all of them, 
women are the main characters and they're always either women are the villain absolutely or women are the victim absolutely and there doesn't really seem to be any woman who's just like yeah I'm a complex person I can I I've I've had life experiences that quantify both of those things yes I mean it's and I guess that you're saying like you know maybe it's um it's not really a reflection of women unless you take it to the extreme. Like women are, you know, women as well as men are highly nuanced and they might flip from villainry to victim to victor in, you know, one second right after the other. And yeah, and all of them are cheerleaders regardless. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really insane. I tried to Google it once how many Lifetime movies had something to do with cheer squads and the internet was like i'm gonna need to get back to you <laughs> and is it because it's kind of the extreme like you know the most popular clique at school is allegedly cheerleaders and so you pick that one they're always picking the the exemplar the extreme yeah i think yeah and maybe in like and it's also it's like i think sometimes um with like especially like under i don't want to be rude to the writers of these <laughs> films but oh, please do it's like, you know how sometimes sometimes people of um, either men or women that don't have much interaction with the opposite sex have very specific ideas about the opposite sex, right? It's like sometimes men are like, oh, cheerleaders, they definitely all behave like this. Yes. And that's what they think of when they think of women, they're like cheerleaders. And like sometimes women who don't, you know, uh, interact with men a lot sometimes they could be like men I think of you know Hercules or something like that or a you know a romance novel hero yeah so it's all very it's like I don't think you've met many people <sighs> who wrote this <laughs> it's written by sheltered people who immediately became writers right out of Harvard yeah either that or it's written by sixth graders who are like how how do we get these cheerleaders to talk to us we put them in movies <laughs> I fucking love that. Now, now, and light years from there literally is uh, Star Wars. And there's probably, you know, I guess it's not like the Greek gods in any sense in that there's good and evil. But I suppose it could be like Lifetime movies in that there's extremes. There's, ex- you know, Darth Vader is extremely evil and Luke is yeah. extreme, extremely good and or pussy. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't I don't think Luke's a pussy. I, I have a slightly controversial Star Wars opinion because I, I think Yoda is an idiot. <laughs> I am not a fan of Yoda at all. Is he just spouting he just, cookie, uh, fortune cookie wisdom or what? Yeah, well, I like the way that he talks. I think that's very fun. I think it's fun. I'll say that. Yeah. But he, I think he gives bad advice. I think, <laughs> I think him running around with, making Luke carry him is probably footage that I didn't need in the three hour long film. Uh. I think that. I'm like, what, what didn't, what, what ended up on the floor that that made it into the movie? <laughs> I'm like, but, didn't do anything. Yeah, what, what's some of the wisdom that got spouted by Yoda that was not very wise? Oh, just like when he, you know, when he's like, he tells Luke, oh, you have to kill your father. You have to do it. You just have to, <laughs> Luke's like, I'm not going to do it. And Yoda's like, well, then I guess we're doomed. And Luke doesn't do it. And Luke, or, you know, Darth ends up, saving him i'm like well if he had listened to yoda who <laughs> we have been and then he gives he gives anakin bad advice too you know i'm like this guy sucks yeah what did he say to anakin i forgot uh, he tells anakin like anakin anakin goes to him about um being torn because he, he 
wants to be with Padme because he loves Padme and he's afraid of losing Padme as he lost his mom. And Yoda's like, well, you know, people die. You can't mourn them <laughs> because they don't belong to us, which is crazy advice. To give. He's, it's just psychotic advice to give to somebody who's like, hey, I'm in pain right now. And he's like, well, you know, just ignore it. And what, what advice would you give to Luke and uh, Anakin in those situations? I probably, listen, I don't, it's hard to say if I would ever advise somebody to kill their father. It's very hard to say. <laughs> but you would be more nuanced in your approach. You wouldn't be like, ah, well, if, yeah. if you don't, we're doomed. Yeah. You'd give some good reasons. You'd have a PowerPoint. Yeah. I would be like, you know what? It wouldn't just be an off the cuff thing. That's for sure. Because <laughs> Luke is like, what should I do? And he's like, well, kill your father. I, I think I would be like, well, you know, maybe we think about it. <laughs> and then Anakin. Maybe, yeah. Well, I think, honestly, Anakin has, like, the most humanizing experience in the whole movie franchise, I think. Because he goes from being, like, really good to losing everything really bad and then is brought back by love because Luke loves him and then reawakens his humanity. And then everybody shits on him because he's Darth Vader and Darth Vader is absolutely awful. Um, I'm not I'm not condoning anything that he did but then people are like people love Yoda and I'm like that guy probably (sighs) killed way more people look at the way he behaved you're like that guy's the worst love doesn't exist I'm like that's a guy that could definitely kill somebody no no question (laughs) and now he just has other people do it Uh, do you think Anakin is you know with all you know the bad shit that happens to him and uh, the good shit, you know, the fact that he's, lo- you know, we find out he's loved by Luke or whomever. Like, do we think that he's a lifetime movie that Alicia Hush can make? Luke, ooh, you know that, yeah. So the only the only reason why it wouldn't fit into a lifetime movie is because he is a developed character. It's because he has a genuine character <laughs> arc, <laughs> and that's that's Luke you're talking about. Yeah, it's because okay. he is multi multi dimensional. Ah, that's so funny. They've had a series <laughs> to develop him, so he couldn't be uh, made flat, made two yeah, yeah, yeah. for the screen. Yeah. If you if you put Luke into a Lifetime movie, all of the rest of you will you will you'll be like, wait, were these other characters cardboard the whole time? <laughs> Because he would just be walking around set and be, you'd be like, wait a minute, none of those people are real. <laughs> and Anakin, the same thing, like because he was made human through the series, you think that he'd be too three-dimensional to survive in a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I do. I think I, 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 I think that he would um, really go crazy on the, you know, you know how he um, really fucks up that village where he finds his yeah. mom? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be the set of a lifetime movie if he got onto it. He'd be and not not out of rage, but out of like I'm doing all of you a favor, and the viewers can thank me later. Uh, or he'd be taken advantage of by a teenage prostitution ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I could really see that storyline for him. To be honest, An- Anakin and the prostitute. <laughs> yeah. And is any yeah. any of these kind of themes, you know, either being human or kind of a two two dimensional character making its way into Alicia Hush's stand up uh, act? Yeah, Anakin. No, I. Do you know? I actually. So I did a podcast once specifically about Star Wars, and a few people reached out and they were like, "Oh, cool. Do you have like Star Wars material?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I." Well, what would that be? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I. Um, also, the the 
the trilogy, the newest trilogy was still out. So I was like, I could see how it's like very like pop culture relevant now. Yeah. But then you get in trouble with like, oh, I didn't know that Ben Solo dies. You know, <laughs> you're like, well, that's I a whole know. new chunk that I have to write. Gosh, you threw my my material into the the garbage can. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what kind of timeless things are making their way into your act? Um, I, oof, I mean, I do like political stuff, but I try not to be too heavy. Because I, um, I'm, I'm not trying to piss off anybody in the room. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not trying to attack Republicans as a whole. I just, there are a handful of very specific ones that I would love to make cry. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But if you're in there, I'm, it, you know what I mean? It's not like a general attack. So I try not to do too many political stuff. I don't do loads of pop culture. I did try to do... I was thinking about doing a Star Wars bit because I found out that um, Christopher Walken was almost <laughs> cast as Han Solo. Yes. Which is wild. Yes. And Jodie Foster was almost cast as Leia, which is also, I'm like, I mean, she never would have kissed Luke, that's for sure. <laughs> she's, um, a, she's, a, she's a great actress. I wouldn't put anything past her. And so yeah, your bit, yeah. your bit would, your, would your bit have involved impressions of Christopher Walken or no? Yeah, and I was really working on it. And then- I, <laughs> You're working on the impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I think this is a bit of a lost cause, and I need to learn when to let this go. Yeah, there, there's some good impressions of Christopher walking out there, but if you there's could, some really good ones. Yeah, maybe even maybe even Jodie Foster too. But I mean, we'll we'll keep track of all this stuff. I follow you on Twitter and Instagram. You're Alicia Hush, which is L Y A L Y S I A Alicia Alicia Hush, and it says middle school mean girl only gayer. <laughs> yeah. And are you talking? Yeah, oh, oh, do you not know that that's your that's what the first and last thing people take away from your Twitter account is middle I, school mean girl only gay. <laughs> I I remember that I didn't know that that was still up there. <laughs> that was a friend actually said that to me. She was like, "You're like a middle school mean girl, but gayer." And I was like, "That is actually me if I was a one dimensional character." I love that so much because yeah, like Mean Girls, I suppose it's like a Lifetime movie. There probably was a middle school Mean Girl in there, but you know, and maybe even gayer. You know, like could you be in a Lifetime movie as a as a Mean Girl who's gay? Uh, could I do it? Absolutely. <laughs> could Lifetime pull it off? Probably not. Only if Alicia Hush was writing for them, and we will, <laughs> because she's yeah, you know. and also and also could pass for a middle schooler. <laughs> So I love that. I'm looking at your pictures right now. You can pass. You can totally pass for a middle schooler. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, Alicia, Hush I, that's, that's what I'm going to put on my Twitter now. Could pass for a middle schooler. Uh, in a lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Alicia Hush, thank you so much. Thank you so much.